I'm Boohoo. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to The Monologues. This time on The Monologues, we start our three-part series for the month of October. Our first pairings are Back for Blood, an online zombie co-op's first-person shooter developed by Turtle Rock Studios, and we're going to Minneapolis, Minnesota's very own Surly Brewing Co.'s Oktoberfest. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I nailed that shit, motherfucker. Dude, I don't even know what to do right now. I just like, I'll just sit down and just sit here and look pretty, I guess. I don't even know. That was perfect. Uh, I well, got it right so, this time. <laughs> dude, That's that was so, that was like a 95% clean i mean, I, mean I, I almost got it yeah i, I, yeah. I missed some stuff. you're like you're right maybe 98 you're right there but it was clean enough that was like clean uh um, eh, good enough and i dude i oh i kind of messed up early so i feel like when i say welcome to the monologues you know i kind of do it weird every time dude this is our this is the beginning of our three-part series i should have been like you know uh Welcome to the Monologues Halloween Festive October Beer Edition. You know what I mean? I kind of so yeah. I, I kind of fucked that up, but you know it is what it is. I mean, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the only other thing we could do is like I don't know, change up the music, put up a spooky intro, do something like that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, maybe, dude. Um, we're still amateurs, right? Yeah, <laughs> over a year in, we're still just amateurs. We don't know what we're doing for sure. Well, you know what? Let's get these beers cracked open and talk about this game that I think we both had like a lot of fun with. Surprisingly, an amazing yeah. amount of fun, I think. That yeah. the game was uh bonkers fun. It it was surprising how much fun it was. Yeah, I'm hoping we still can play more at some point. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll make that happen. All right, I'm cracking these babies open. So Oktoberfest begins. Oh no, my keyboard. <laughs> hey just expense it out on the monologues fund oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sure it can afford to have a yeah, we've got that keyboard. big bank account for this you know <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was really hoping for more of an amber color it's it's a little more golden than i expected so i'm thinking back to the oktoberfest beard last year from Iinger, right? Right. And I don't recall that one being super amber either. I remember it being more of a golden. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Fairly certain it was. Well, because heck, it was know. like the, you know, it was like the beer pub tent style beer, right? Like when we drank it, that's what it reminded you of. It's just like sitting in a pub. And I remember this same golden lager look to it right and that's kind of what we got here well of course in our record keeping it's one of the few times we didn't put down what the color of the beer was <laughs> i you, i mean you're pro i would i literally like to lean on your you being right over me every time but yeah i did i guess i just really thought i remember that being a little bit more of a reddish tint to it and i was mm. kind of hoping for that what you got going on there i haven't even had a drink yet i was so concerned about the color i don't even need to give a shit <laughs> So, um, it's a really clean, crisp, like lager is what oh, I, I like catch that. out of that. Yeah. It's, it's super clean, very, very crisp taste to it. But you get um, that fall leaf mm -hmm. malty flavor there too. You know, I get the fall taste in it. 
maybe that's just my my mind playing tricks on me, but I told you I've been looking forward to an October beer. I don't know. It seems a bit light. It's not um it's not quite like buttery like the Ianger. Like I remember that being. Yeah, for sure. Um This has a little more crispness to that Ianger. That's the Ianger what I'm was saying. a little bit flatter, but we talked about that being more drinkable though, too. Right, yeah. So this one, yeah, like I said, it's got it's crisp. It's got that pop to it. Um, whereas that Ianger was kind of it was it was just smooth and flat and real wound uh, well rounded had that real buttery bready taste to it. This doesn't have like a bready buttery taste um or anything like that. Um but it does kind of have like that lager crispness. Well, and I honestly um this is kind of shocking cuz this is actually pretty good and so you know, I feel like a lot of people's go to and I feel like this is just blasphemy to say it. A lot of people's go like everybody talks about Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I'm nah. not a I'm not a Sam Adams Oktoberfest fan. I actually People Me look either. past their summer ale, but Sam Adams summer ale is better than Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I'm not a big Sam Adams anything fan. I, I don't get know. That. Yeah, I don't know that I've had too much of their stuff that I've really cared for. Uh, have you tried the summer ale? I don't know that I have. Um, I can see you liking I tend it. To, yeah, I tend to steer away from them just because everything that I've picked up from them I've been like, mm, nah, yeah. not for me. No, I'm right. And I'm not trying to trash on another brewery because, you know, obviously they're doing it right. I think they're a big company. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, though, yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. Their regular Boston Lager and their Oktoberfest have never impressed me. Yeah. Yeah. The Boston I Lager tried, I can't get behind either. Yeah. No, it, it's not for me. And I tried, but I tried their Summer Ale. I'm actually a pretty big fan of their Summer Ale. It's like a stronger Boulevard wheat with a lemon zest. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a heartier beer to me than like a, I, I than like what I see a Boulevard wheat being, mm-hmm. but it's got a good lemon taste to it. Like I actually really like their summer ale. So really, well, we can get back to Surly. <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. This isn't like what I would think of for being like an Oktoberfest beer. So it's lighter than what I expected, but it's good. Uh, yeah, it's lighter and it's more crisp than what I would expect for an Oktoberfest beer. Like it's. Like I said, it's not it's not nearly as malty and bready as I would expect it to be, right? Right. It's not bad though. It's just yeah. not what I would expect out of an Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's not bad. drinkable. It's definitely drinkable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm definitely gonna drink these. Uh, <laughs> I sent you six, so that's yeah. a pretty funny story. Since do we want, do we want to bring that up? <laughs> I mean, we can. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we were supposed to record last night. Yeah, uh, for those listeners checking in and all of our mistakes that we make. So uh, I get a text in the morning. Hey, I don't even know what beer we're doing for this episode. And I instantly go, oh, yeah, that's because it's still in my fridge an hour and 15 minutes away from you. So uh, luckily, my wife was headed to the city today and was able to drop that off. And I, I think yeah. I gave you six, right? I think I threw six in a Corona 12 pack or a Corona six pack. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I've perfect. got six of them. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, here we are. Uh, still making it happen. Just a day late. Yeah. Well, better late than never, I guess. Right. Um, Let's get into this game. Yeah. So the game was very interesting. Um, I didn't know what to expect coming into this. I didn't play the Left 4 Dead series, and this is just an extension onto that, right? Um, This is kind of not necessarily a direct, uh, well, I honestly couldn't tell you, but I don't believe it's meant to be like a direct sequel to the Left 4 Dead series. I don't think um, so. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, so it's but it's kind of uh along that same vein of um you know zombie shooter. Um 
So it's, uh, I mean, where do we begin with this? So it's kind of, it's kind of different in that, like you, you start in and you kind of really don't get a whole lot of anything. You just kind of load into the game initially, right? Like the first thing is you hope you load into like a camp The yeah, the, the beginning camp, the, and in there, um, you have some quests immediately or what look like quests. So it's kind of like, well, what kind of game is this? It doesn't really tell you what it is. So it's just like, okay, well, I've got to go do these objectives. And they're just like trying to show you about what the game really is. And so like one of the quests is to to go and learn about like supply lines. And, you know, one of them is to go learn about like how to start up um, campaigns or missions or you know, and uh, so one other one's to go learn about how to build decks, which is really cool component of this game. <laughs> like, yes, it is. It's a, um, so, yeah, that's a, that, that to me was the thing I didn't expect was this whole deck thing. Yeah. That's a pretty weird little feature for attributes that you have in gameplay that like I did it. I would have never guessed. And so all of it, it, it kind of gives you this rough tutorial on how to do all of it. So like the supply lines are how you earn cards. Nice. Almost done with that already. Yeah, Sweet. I'm going to hit a second one real quick. Like, <laughs> So the um, supply lines are like how you obtain uh, cards and other other like um, cosmetics and stuff like that um, for the game. Um, and the cards are how you build your decks. It's like the decks that uh, the, I guess we'll talk about a little bit. But it's, it's just a rough tutorial. It really doesn't explain it too thoroughly it just kind of gives you a gloss over of it right like i didn't expect i didn't get a full like detail of it from the tutorial Um, no and i I mean i think this game has a um it doesn't really bog you down with a bunch of information early on it kind of lets you just it gives you a little bit and you learn a lot on the fly yeah it it does it 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 kind of gives you a little bit of information that says okay these are kind of the things you're supposed to do um so like this, like I said, the supply lines are how you earn cards and things like that. You you start off with a little bit of supply, but um, not really much of anything uh, or su- supply cash to buy things out of the supply lines, but not really much of anything. So it's not worth really messing around there. And then you kind of like move over to learn how to build decks. And well, you can't really build decks because you don't have any cards except for the starter decks that they give you. So it's giving you the information, but you can't really make use of it just yet. So you just have a starter deck and the only way you can earn more is to, to do runs and actually play the game. Um, you can either play through the campaign or like you can play, I would suppose like just free runs where it's a randomly changing map and your goal is to just make it through as many portions of it as you can without dying or else, um, you, you know, you end up having your run ended, which we kind of ran into because <laughs> I'm an idiot, but <laughs> okay. Well, so <laughs> I do okay. So okay, guys. So like you said, we said in the intro, it's a first-person shooter zombie co-op online first-person shooter, and they I do think they're working on couch co-op kind of way the way I've read. It almost yeah. seems like that's an option they're talking about for the future, which I hope. This is a game that I definitely would sit on the couch and play with Bailey. Like this is a Gears of War esque game, not but the combat on this. If, if for anybody out there that listens that has played like Gears of War and hasn't played this game. You know, there's a much, it's it's more fluid. It's not a kind of slowed, bogged down movement. You have a lot more freedom in movement, but you need it because you face hordes of zombies. Yeah. Um, 
I, I feel like in they, I feel like they juggle the balance pretty well though, where you do get like am you get rushed by a lot. But like when you know, when we were playing, you know, you do, you do see some formulaic situations where like they like to pull guys behind you a lot after you've, an area you've already cleared. Yeah, they like to send a couple big guys after you from that same spot you just cleared to follow you up. Kind of right. keeps you on your toes, but it becomes a little bit predictable. Sometimes, um, and then there's yeah. times where it just catches you completely <laughs> off guard, even yeah. though it's like, yeah, okay, they're going to throw somebody behind you. Like, we literally said, there's going to be somebody coming up behind us, and then, like, five seconds later, it caught us way off guard. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean. And and so, when you, you start at the camp, and you, like you said, you get this tutorial of the decks, and what the deck really is, is cards that you put together that give you different bonuses or attributes for your group when you're going through these acts or going through these stages, right? Some so of them get- are bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and, and explain dummy, that. Yeah, this dummy can be the one who can find the 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 semi bonus card that has a harsh penalty. Yeah. So yeah, no, I no, picked up no a, aiming down sights. <laughs> yeah, I picked up a card that gave me. I was like, I just read the first portion of it. Hey, dummy, got to read the whole card. I I read the first portion of it. Fifty uh, percent uh, increase to accuracy. Fuck yeah, I'm in all day long. Give me that yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason I side play effect. on Overwatch melee characters. <laughs> Give uh, me some aim. Side effect is can no longer aim down sight. Uh, not being able to scope in or aim down sights is, oh my gosh, so Horrible. hard to, yeah, it's the worst thing ever to play with. Um, and then <laughs> I took the other one. So I had another handicap is where uh, I took uh, a weapon that took my auxiliary slot that was meant for me to be able to heal myself with like bandages or med kits. And I uh, took a perma weapon that just lets me light the area on fire. So I get to burn myself and every, everybody <laughs> around me, <laughs> but I can never heal. Yeah. So, so essentially, and I had to, I had to give, I give props. Uh, I want to shout out a couple props to this game early too. One I don't know how long the campaign actually is or if they're going to add to it, but we got through what one act, one act, which was, which was what, maybe nine or 10 chapters roughly, or no, it was even that big, maybe eight. What I don't know. Through? It was, it was quite a few. We'll say eight to 10. Maybe we could be wrong was, on how many yeah, it, it probably, is. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Eight to 10. And, somewhere in there. and there's what? Five acts or something. Yeah. I think there's five acts. And we're not, we've talked about this plenty of times, you know, we're dummy video game players and we would never really, we might jokingly say we're pros, but I will definitely never say <laughs> seriously that I'm a pro. And what we probably played what seven or eight hours, at least seven. We played three nights, and I know we played at least two hours minimal. Yeah, each night, so between six and eight hours probably, and got through the first act yeah. together. Yeah. Now, Sounds what I right. will say is, so you build this deck that gives you either handicaps or pluses depending on how you look at that um, for your team. But when I say team, because if you don't have, you can, it's online co-op, not couch co-op yet. If you don't have four people to complete a team, they give you bots. If you choose to lock your server down, so you can lock the server okay. down and make it private, or you can leave it open and it people will find you. other people to join right. you. Right. And so we probably should have tested that out. We didn't. And we did run into a few glitches on this game. There Not, were nothing yeah. real bad, nothing like real severe. No, I mean, I mean, nothing major. Like there was some times where zombies uh, climbing over the walls that just fell into nothingness and weren't there. Yeah. The, yeah there was a horde of zombies climbing over the wall, falling into. Nothing. They were just disappearing. <laughs> yeah, to the abyss of yeah, the coding so, world. That's fine. Uh, th- that was interesting to see. Um, and then I think the only other major one that I remember was uh, we were loaded in, loading into the game. 
actually starting and um my game crashed i was playing on pc and it just straight up crashed oh yeah good good point to bring up to cross-platform yeah yeah so, cl- so that's cool too yeah and so i was playing on pc you were playing xbox xbox because uh, series x baby <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i bought the new one heck yeah finally <laughs> um yeah it and so there was a there was a few small ones too that I think that a lot of games are pretty known for, you know like that happens in a lot of games like floating arms after we kill some of these things yeah yeah uh but so you get these teammates and so we locked our server down and we just had these bots AI helping yeah. us out and so your cards can affect them too and they can help you and you're a team of four and if you die uh, you can take over one of them to control one of them yes we didn't find that out till the last act I believe. Right. No. Yeah. Until the last part of our act. Yeah. The last, the last section when I finally, nobody could heal me and uh, I couldn't heal myself anymore. I finally died and figured out, oh, hey, if I die and nobody can res me, I can take over a bot. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I just took over one of the bots and started rolling as them. And as you progress. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. So. You know, when I say hordes too, I mean you do get overwhelmed. But like I said, it's it's a fun level of stress. I would say, <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's definitely yeah. not like unbearable. It's a fun level of like World War Z stress of zombies. And there's different sizes. Like you've regular zombies, you've got these big ones that explode, ones that grab you, ones that shoot these webs out and like drag you. I mean, all kinds of nonsense. Um, but as you progress through this act, you you can get upgrades for your guns. You can switch your guns. You get one offhand, one main hand weapon. And yeah. I do kind of like how they do it because they don't. You don't get a. You really have to be choosy. You have to be very distinct about what weapon you want to use because you don't get to carry a bunch of weapons. Right. So you know it's kind of like a big decision to make when you like. I ran with that ranch rifle forever because I had all the upgrades on it were like epics. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I really don't want to drop this. And I was like, fuck it. It's a game and we're playing for a review. Just give me the shotgun. Let me try it out. Yeah. I don't think it was the best choice. I think I went back to the range <laughs> rifle when I found a better one. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, the other side of it was being locked into those types of weapons and then not being able to aim down sights. I basically had all prey and spray weapons Yeah, um, because while my hip hip fire accuracy was super high. Um, so I could just like spray and pretty much hit whatever I'm I'm aiming at uh, because it's not going to spread for me with my that accuracy increase. Um, but my ammo was pretty much non-existent. Yeah, we we had a very diverse or we had a very different take on that because your bots on if you like the way we did it, our bots would drop ammo sometimes. But whereas I really never had an ammo issue um, between both weapons, you ha- always had an ammo issue, right? Because I had a fully auto. Uh, regular like my my main weapon was fully auto, and then I also had a fully auto uh sidearm too. Yeah. <laughs> so like my pistol was fully auto, and just like all my all my ammo's gone. And at one point, my dumbass picked up an SMG and a, a pistol, and so they're both using the exact same ammo. And I didn't realize it until it was too late and I had no bullets real quick. <laughs> oh, in that last fight, like I think there was a, I think there's towards the end of that first act, you and I both had some issues where we're like, I've got nothing left. Yes. Like, yeah, that was real long and it took a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you get one continue on this stuff and what that continue affects is so you can die once and keep what you've obtained and try yes. again. After that, you do not keep what you've obtained. You can go back and load that chapter. 
of that act, but you do not get to keep what you've obtained. And I and think so, that changes based on difficulty. Like, so if you up oh, the difficulty, um, I think you lose the number of continues that you have. Um, and then you can zero. It, yep. Yeah. So Oof. you could, yeah. Well, you could make it even more challenging so that it is a permadeath run. Well, and, you know, with that, uh, you know, we brought up the weapon. So you have one main hand, one offhand. So you can have like an assault rifle, a shotgun, a sniper, those kind of things, a semi auto. And then you can have a melee weapon, which I almost think might be more useful to carry in another run than an actual sidearm, depending on what you use. So there are times in which it is definitely more useful. So like when there is a period, okay, so there was the time. So one of the points we had to go and uh, play a jukebox and attract hordes of zombies to this one building. And basically they're all storming into a, a, in a closed area. And towards the end of that, I had no more ammo, but there was a blue baseball bat laying on the ground. And so I just picked that thing up and started swinging. Yeah. Um, and. That did really well, uh, surprisingly. I just kept swinging, didn't stop, and just started, I don't know, massacre and everything. Well, that's what I did on our last time to end the act to beat that last boss fight, you know, everything we were doing. I mean, that's one of the last things I grabbed was I picked up a a bat with nails through it and just swang, just swinging for the sky, homeboy, just like trying to keep (laughs) them off it because hordes do attack you. So let's get into that a little bit. Early in the game, you find out you can trigger hordes by like crows. If they, if you spook these crows, you'll trigger hordes. Yeah. But then eventually these guys explode on you and you get their guts on you. And that also can trigger hordes. And it always seems like that comes at the worst time possible. And also (laughs) what's even funnier is just a heads up for anybody that's going to eventually play this game. You will always end up shooting one of your partners or teammates, no matter what. Um, because eventually you, within a few zombies, you all look covered in guts and blood. Like you look <laughs> like bloody zombies yourself. I thought that was a really weird feature they added to this. Is like your characters don't stay clean. No, They're no, no. They're always it's, fucking blood soaked looking like demons. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, and fortunately. It looks like we, Carrie. The movie Carrie. That's what it reminds me of. Like the blood dumping. You're just like covered in blood. Yeah. Fortunately, we had friendly fire turned off, so we couldn't Thank take God. damage from that. Yeah, so but we wouldn't have made it. We, there's no, no way we'd have made no, it. No, no, yeah, uh, the bots would have been dead because they just kept running oh, out in front. Shit. of Like they were just like running in the middle of the horde. I'm like, all right, you too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she looked bloody. Mo- Mom always looked bloody. I was shooting. I didn't care. Yeah, I don't know if she turned. I didn't know what the story was. I didn't really care. <laughs> You're one of the fucking 15 million swarming us. You're going down too. I don't know what to tell you. So, so what is this? So like, I guess to kind of like go over the story of what the game is, it's like you're a cleaner or you're one of the cleaners in what Philadelphia is that? Is that I didn't what you catch were the town. I did not catch the town, but before you go into that, I do have to bring up, this is something I think is funny and something I, maybe I'm the only one that notices this. So I watched some walking dead. I haven't finished it. I've watched quite a bit of it, you know, not recent at all. It's been years ago. Yeah. Like probably two years ago since I watched any, maybe a year ago. I love one of the things they implemented in that storyline, and it's a small thing, was that multiple people from different areas had different names for the zombies and stuff. And this right. game kind of does this. Like, everybody's got a different name or a take. And I, I'm assuming cleaner is like their version of like them a kill, like the, you know, cleaning out the zombies. You know, yes. they always yep. have names for this shit, you know? Yep. Yeah. So that's what that was. It's like, so these are, so you're on a team of cleaners and that your job is essentially to go out from the the home base, the fort or whatever. Uh, the camp um, and go out and do different missions to help people or whatever. Um, and so for each of the runs that you go do, 
um, each of the subdivisions of the act. It's a different it's a different little run and it's a different mission that you've got to accomplish to help somebody in the area. Um, so like I said, one of the ones is we had to go attract uh, um, hordes of zombies to that one jukebox in this one um, bar. Uh, because they were trying to do something someplace else, evacuate, uh, or evacuate something, people, I think. Yeah. yeah, from another area, right? And so, um, one of the first ones is, you know, we had to, um, we had to escape. We had to escape the city, right? Uh, it was mm. like the first thing we had to do. We had to escape the city and then blow up the ship to cross the bridge. Oh shit! Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was like the very first thing that we did, and that's, that's where we where lost, we lost our, our first continue. That's where we lost our first continue because we didn't know. <laughs> that's where we got our introduction to the game. It lets you know really quickly that you're not like supposed to just sit there and shoot because it you is can't an clear endless every tour. area. Yeah, you can't right. clear every area. They don't stop coming. They never stop, and so you can't. <laughs> You can't just sit there. You will you will run out of ammo and you'll die. And that's like we're what two we old did. guys like passing on info to an apocalyptic world. Like we're, <laughs> we're, you know, like they don't ever stop coming. You have to keep moving. You know, like we're they're leaving us in town that you know it's overran. Don't ever stop running. You know, just, that's hilarious. But that's what it basically came down to is like we learned we had to like run and gun. We had to yeah. like take off and start shooting. You know, like kill them as you go. Yeah, it, yeah. Abs- I mean, absolutely. That's and I. It's not. It's not the first time I've ever seen that in a game. Do you remember Scully kind of had some of those too? Where yeah. I know it's a weird comparison, but I had like a few maps where like you can't just take your time. No, it's yeah. go. It's yeah. time to go. You got to go. Yeah, and I mean, there, this game was very much like that, where it would have some periods where like the horde would just come, and you had no choice but you had to hunker down and fight them off. And then there was periods where there's no chance you have to sprint and make it. And yeah. there was times where, like, I lost you completely. I'm like, dude, we got to go. We got to get yeah. the fuck out of yeah, here. And, and vice versa. There was times right. I got worried. <laughs> like, so we died on the boat because we let too many build up and then tried to go back in and put the bombs. And then we didn't realize we were timed to get out of there. And it's yes. a tight window. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a window tight enough that if you shoot no zombies and run, you're better off. Like, yes, it's just, just, just run and get just them swing. off of you. Get them off you and move. Um, And, you know, that's just one of the things like. As a game, uh, there's a couple things I, I, you know, I can never tell you what I'm going to like about a game or what I think's going to make the scale change or shift, you know, teeter one way or the other. But there's little things I, I do appreciate. And I always think that's what happens to me is I find these little things I'm like, oh, that's what I like. Hey, is that number two? Yeah, that's a pretty poor. It's got that a nice a- head on it. Oh, look at the how like how you said that. That's a pretty poor. <laughs> it is. I, yeah, I don't. I'm poor sloppy. It's fine. <laughs> like that's fine. I say that, but uh, mine looked pretty good too, and it tastes very <laughs> good. Um, but one thing I really liked was so you know I'm a big story junkie. This game did not get me with the storyline as much as it did the gameplay, which is super weird, right? Because I usually that's what attracts me. This game gave you just enough story to kind of have an idea what's going on, but that's not what kept you going. No, and, and- you know. And there was that point, like one of the nights we were, you know, you, you'd said like, if we don't get into this, like, let's just switch over to overwatch. And we, and the, and like, we got halfway <laughs> into the first little section and you're like, no, nah, we're, this is it. This is yeah, I'm good. like, yeah, yeah. Cause it did. It just drew you in like the gameplay though. It wasn't the story. It wasn't anything. It was like feeling the pressure of the rushing horde of zombies about to murder yeah. your face. Yeah, but it didn't seem pointless. You know what no. I mean? Like, it wasn't like a plants versus zombies. You got to just monotonously overly pick, pick no. strategy. It was like, 
You know, it was enough you, fluid motion to just kind of keep you keep going. And you had to that's be tactical. About- you had to, you know, you had to work with your team. Like, even though it was the two of us and the bots, like we had to work it out to make sure we were doing the things. And then like you had to, in some of the stuff you had to carry items. Yeah. Dude, so there's those. like two of them. Fuck so we're like those. relying on the bots. Dude, and, how, and, how, and we did a whole like mission where we didn't realize you could still stab. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you can carry heads up guys. If you play. If you're carrying those stupid suitcases, you can't shoot, but you can still stab stuff off of you. Yeah. You know, which is a huge help to know because you have to do that. Um, but you, yeah, no, it was, it was great. Like it was fun. Uh, it drew me in without storyline, which is awesome. I mean, the storyline's there, but it's not like, it's not enough to like, you know, be a big deal. It's not like what well, the last game we did a second take on, you know, was Assassin's Creed. That's all storyline. All storyline. Right. This was very much different than that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, oh, the thing too, I keep saying, yeah, you know, uh, the thing I really liked was the safe houses. Each one was a little different. Yes. But the, so you, when you move through an act or move through a chapter in these acts, you end at safe houses. And I like the unique way that each one was kind of different and had a little bit of the storyline to like the one you get in like a, a, a car, a truck backed up to like the dock. That's like a, you know what I'm talking about? And it was like, yeah, it, yeah. that's cool. There was a lot of cool little moments like that. Where I was like, oh, it's pretty, you know, I didn't dwell on it, but I was like, that's, that's cool. I like that. So along with those, well, I was going to say, along with those like uh, safe houses, going for number three. Nice. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, yes, sir. Go ahead. The, yes. Safe houses. So in the safe houses, like sometimes you would come up to them and uh, some of the safe houses would have stuff, uh, have like first aid kits on the walls that would give you four free charges to like mm-hmm. heal. Presumably, what because uh, w- w- you would give one charge to each of the four members of your group. Uh, we, we did not do that. We did two we, and two. We, yes, because uh, fuck the bots. Fuck the bots. <laughs> Although, I mean, mom was pretty cool. What was that? I don't even know. That's Holly. how little I paid attention. Holly. Holly See, was the other one. Yeah. I w- you would have not said that. You could have given me a thousand <laughs> options, a thousand choices, and I would have never got that right. Uh, because I literally just remember mom <laughs> all the time because yeah. it was, te- it was always t- telling me I was shooting her, you know, like <laughs> well, get the fuck out of the way, mom. Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. Mom was in the shit though. Like she was she taking was. care of business. She was. Right. That's why I respect her. Yeah. She was good. I would have gave her the health charges probably if she needed them, but that's the thing. She didn't need them. She's a beast. No, yeah. Um, no. She was, she, she was taking care of herself and us. And us, yeah, she was mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's not, so the safe room, so this, they had um, usually like, I almost call it, it's a supply crate. Yeah. And it's it's a unique one though, because unlike the other ones that have random gun stuff in them, these did kind of have random guns or some options, but then you could spend your copper that you were earning through these uh, chapters and you get some from different things. You can find it, you get it for some things that you do, you can qualify to get some off of like the car, there's corruption cards. Right. Didn't really talk about that either. Yeah, so each each section comes with a new set of corruption cards that act either against you or give you a different challenge to take on. So like sometimes you'll have to find like additional supplies um within the run and carry them to the safe house. Um and if you do that, then you know, that gives you an additional 500 copper for the run. Um other times it's like just make it through the run with all of the cleaners alive. Um, we got that a lot, I feel like. Yeah, so it's basically, we got that one a lot, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, we were ending every run pretty much with plus 500, so it was pretty yeah. cool. Um, 
but yeah, and then like the other ones were uh, like introductions of uh, new types of zombies. Um, uh, that's what the other main type of corruption card, or was other. Do you remember? Like Explain the story. Do you remember other? I mean, I remember that what Stinger. We that one was a pain in the ass. Wasn't wasn't that the one? Yeah. That, like, so Stinger sucked, and I don't remember. I, I don't remember. They just called one the tall boy. So I, I remember yeah, the tall boy. It's another tall one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they have a big arms and they'll charge you and hit you and they take quite a few shots. And almost all of them have weak spots. I actually liked other than the, what would trigger the horde. I kind of like the exploding ones because the they, they died yeah. really easy. And I feel like they did damage to the other ones around them. I, I don't, yeah, I don't I know that they did, but I felt like that. I don't know that they did either. Um, yeah, but it was always better off to shoot them further away from you because mm-hmm you are going to get blown up and blown back into probably a, a horde of zombies. So, yeah. uh, and then covered with guts, which then had damage over time effects. Plus like blurred your screen. So you couldn't mm-hmm. see anything. Yeah. Uh, but there so, were several different types that you had to deal with. Some of them, like even vomited on you. Some of the big mm-hmm. guys, they would not just blow up, but they would like puke just, on you, just straight up throw up on you. So that I was mean, fun. I feel like that's one of my defense tactics. I can't really judge a whole lot. I've always said if I get in a situation I can't get out of physically, like I'll just start throwing up on them or whatever, like whatever I got to do. We'll see what happens. Uh, no. So, so yeah, so they have these supply crates in these safe houses and you have copper that you've earned in various ways. And that's where the continues really kind of matter because if you not died, what you buy and you could keep using or moving forward. And so I would like, I kept upgrading my gun that I kept working with. But yeah. you can also buy an armor advance for your character up to like four charges. You can buy team different team things that help your whole entire team out. And they're a little more yeah. expensive. They're like a thousand, thousand copper. each. Yeah, yeah. But those could come in handy. And then uh, you could. There, so we didn't really talk about this. We and I think I meant to earlier was you have main hand, off hand, but then you have three categories of items you can carry. One of each. Right. <clears throat> you have like a, a damaging type or like an offensive type. Um, a category which would be like Molotov cocktails, grenades, stun gun, bear traps. I think was in that maybe. Uh, I think be- they might have been in the other one. The other one, yeah, they come underneath that accessory utility one. Yeah, that you so can you, put the, yes, yeah, barbed wire and that I think is an accessory utility. Yeah. You have accessory health and you have accessory like the the damaging type one, and that right. that could be a couple different things. The health I only ever saw was like bandage or or first aid kit. Yeah. And then the accessory utility, you had like a defibrillator, which you can res, you can revive anybody, but you, that, the defib, if you have one of those, it's an instant. Right. So yeah. that, that last act, like having one of those instant reses was, <laughs> you needed it. Yes. Because you weren't going to have time to actually sit there and bring someone back to life. No, no. There was just too much, just too much stuff going on. And there was like the, the big guys that were, yeah, just everywhere. Like there was the, like the one that was what the big ogre that mm-hmm. was like the big main bad guy. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, he'd hit you and knock you back. You could not. You, there's no you way you could res anybody. Yeah, you couldn't no. get to anybody with enough time. No. Yeah. There. He was He's just knocking you. He was knocking you thirty feet back. Yeah. But no, I think the overall. Uh, if you haven't gathered this, guys, I think the overall guys and gals, whoever, I the overall consensus for me is it was great. Like I. Yeah. I, not a not a ten out of ten by any means, but like. I, this is one of those weird situations where, from what I've seen online, I think I might be in a higher category than what the reviews I've seen online. Oh, yeah? Well, I've seen some in the 8 out of 10 range, which is fair, but I've seen some 3 of 5s, too, which, you know, puts it a little bit lower. Um, 
And I think I'm a little higher than that. We'll kind of see when it comes out, you know. Now, it might take some points because I don't know how much, you know, we kind of talked about this the other night. I don't know how playable this game is without you or without people. Oh, yeah. So that's that's really interesting take. Um, so I don't think this is a game I'm ever going to play if I don't have somebody that's going to play with me. That's um, how I feel. Actually, I have a friend that has this game and specifically got it because they were going to play with somebody else, another friend of mine, his brother. Um, and uh, Do I know these you fellas? Know, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, uh, you know, one of, them, one of them didn't end up playing. Um, they, they didn't have a great experience with, like, just randomly pairing up with others on uh, online. And so, like, getting the group of four wasn't great for them. Uh, using the matchmaking that they have just because people can be trash. Yeah, and not trash and skill. No, no. Trash just, has people. Yeah, just terrible human beings. I'd like to right, I'd like to make that clear. Yeah. That, yeah, not 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 bad at playing the game. Like I can deal with bad at playing the game all day long. Like, I do it on Overwatch that. all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. deal with me all the time. So like, <laughs> you know. Totally okay <laughs> with that. That's not a problem. The problem is I don't want to deal with a horrible person. So, and I think, you know, and I don't want to get on some kind of philosophical situation at all. And, you know, it's kind of, what we've, we've, you know, talked about this in another episode, I think too, like, you know, just be nice, be kind out there. You know, we deal with it on Overwatch and I'm really happy with, we've had some yeah, group chats yeah, about where that's going, you know, um, it's Last not night. unique to this game in any no. stretch of the imagination. No, so. it, but it does piss me off a little bit when you told me about that because I went, yeah. man, like I don't, but that's not the game's fault. That's what sucks. That's not, and no. there's no way to dictate the future. They don't, you know, that game doesn't know the person going to play that game is going to be an asshole. That's what sucks. For sure. Right. Yeah. 100%. It's not the game's fault. It's not the studio's fault. It's not, it's not their, uh, it's not them not understanding how the game should work. I wish there was something that they could put in place that would help to control it a little bit better. I'm not 100% um, sure how that would work. It is a free-to-play game. Like, everybody who has Xbox Game Pass can get this game for free. So it's, Which is awesome. You know, I it, still it, think the Game Pass is killing it. I told you, I downloaded like six games of the day. Like, I think the Game Pass is killing it, dude. You know, yeah, it, it is. And it, it's offering a lot to people. But unfortunately, some of that also brings in baggage like this, yeah. too. That's sure. kind of where other games are going and how they're trying to lock down and restrict some of the action so that when it's reported, it is actually more punitive. Um, yeah, because if you paid for a game and you can't play it because you were an asshole, maybe you'll stop being an asshole. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I would hope. But, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, I've kind of... I, I always, it always bothers me when I see some of these comments. So we had that situation happen last night. You know, so we couldn't record because yep. the beer situation, we play Overwatch, wasn't against us, which is rare. <laughs> you know, it wasn't against someone that we know. It was, you know, a one of the, the damaging on Overwatch. Someone was like, you know, they were, you know, I kill yourself, hate you, whatever. I see those kind of comments all the time. Yeah. If those, and I always say this, I kind of feel like those people are vaginas because I don't think in, in real life they would say that to another person's face. Yeah, they're, they're if you would, if you will, and are willing to, I can give you a little more respect. If that's how you t conduct business in real life, I still <laughs> think you're an a-hole, but I'll give you more respect because I think you're hiding behind the wall of the fact that you're typing a line and a message to a person you don't know their age, their gender, who they are, 
We've talked about this. That could be your kid that's eight playing for the first time, or that could be a 35 year old dude in his mom's basement. You have no clue. Yeah. I mean, generally the people that make those comments are the weakest people that you I, could think of. Um, right. And I hundred emotionally, physically, insecure, those are just yeah. insecure people that, are, that, you know, aren't, are making those comments. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Then I, I could not, um, I could not preach that any harder to je- I mean, je- it's games first off. Right. And if you're that, if you're that insecure, that you're getting like your jollies off, like that builds you up. There's other ways. There's other things. Like maybe you need to take a look, like take a look at yourself, dude. Like, yeah. Like I got pissed off cause I'm way better. That team sucked, but dude, it's a game. You're not in the league. You're not in Overwatch league getting paid millions. You know, no. and if you are, what are you doing playing with a bunch of scrubs? Like what do you, you know what I mean? So I think the changes to Overwatch too. I think that's one thing that'll help. I think you're, you know, we, I think that's kind of where you're headed was, and you got to see firsthand why. And, but I also yeah. think that's a problem that they never predicted. No, you're talking about a game. That's really biggest focus is like, how can we make sure there's a balance so that there's not five or six characters that are played no matter what they're mm. looking at balancing characters. I feel like that's a problem they had to work on and predict, you know, as a few, okay, how do we add new characters and make it balanced? They probably never thought in the creation of Overwatch, what, 2016 or whenever it was, 2018, whatever the year it was, they probably never thought like, yeah, we're going to run into people making new accounts and smurfing people and irritating the whole, the ecosystem of Overwatch so that people quit. You know what I mean? That was probably not something they really predicted, but it's become a big enough problem. They're doing things to solve it. So back for blood, if they can figure that out too, you know? Yeah. And I don't, do you put that behind a paywall? Do you make that where if they've played a long time, they don't get paired with people that have just started? It's just one of those scenarios that come up, I think, that through evolution of gaming, I don't think it was ever predicted, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just, and again, this game's only been out for a year. I mean, how long did it take Overwatch to figure that out? It's been out since 2016. Right. It, they're just now They're just now trying time. to solve that problem. Right. And so, yeah, we've dealt I with def- it this whole time. A hundred percent. Yes, we've we've dealt with this trash for so long. I know people that won't play Overwatch because of how toxic the game is. Well, our buddy Tyler turned the chat log off. Yep, he will. Which not is watch. genius. I would yes. preach that to anybody that's new. Turn the chat log off. Yeah, yeah. Don't because watch some chat. asshole is going to say something to you. I mean, and no matter how strong, th- how thick your skin is, it will affect you a little bit. Because you're trying 100%. to play this game, you're trying to be good. I, you know, I saw someone commented Bailey's been playing. You know, someone commented, and I think she got put in a role she doesn't ever play. She got her, we got her asses kicked. Someone commented on there, you know, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm not trying to be defensive just of my wife. I'm trying to be defensive of anybody. Like that, if that was just me, you know, I played this for years before she tried it out, <laughs> and I would see those comments about me, and I'm like, dude, fuck yourself, like that. You have no idea, like, you know what I mean? And I, what the really weird part to me is. Sometimes those comments might be true. Like, okay, not as in like, go kill yourself, but as in like, hey, you suck. Go do this. Go, you know, go work on it, whatever. You can be constructive in your criticism, sure. But I've had sometimes where like, I'm literally beating the person that's saying that. That's what's the crazy part to me is I've had like the healing category covered gold, doing it, doing the best I can, carrying the team as hard as I can. If someone's like, ah, healers suck. You guys should go fucking kill yourself. Well, I don't think that's what the problem was. Yeah. You know, I played long enough to now now know usually what the actual problem is. I can kind of somewhat loosely p- pick it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that sucks. Your buddy had to deal with that. Like, you know, and I said that when you told me that I was like, man, I fucking hate to hear that because 
Mostly right. I hate to hear that because that's, that's an avenue we didn't go down. We didn't do an open server to get new people. It was just you and me. And I, we had a great experience. You know, I specifically didn't want to go down that route um, beforehand, like before even hearing that, because I think we started playing before I heard that comment. Yeah. No, yeah. we did. Yeah. Um, but I typically don't like joining up people I don't know just because I don't want to hear other people's shit. Like, I, I just don't. I we don't got talk introduced to, to that early with Halo 2. I, f- right. I did. I, I don't talk to people as it is. Like, in real life, if I meet you, <laughs> if you if you get two words out of me, it's probably hello and goodbye. That's about it. <laughs> like, I don't talk. And We've so, brought that up on this podcast before. <laughs> you're a hard, hard shell to crack. Um, I just don't do it in video games either. And so if there's an option to play by myself, I'm going to play by myself. But unfortunately, this game, I don't think I could play by myself. I will, no, that's that's kind of where it takes. And honestly, I can't say that it takes a huge hit because I don't think they were trying to make a game you play by yourself. No, they weren't. And so I don't really, really give them a lot of knocks on that because that's not really what they were doing. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool because like with this, like I said, uh, since it is cross-platform, I mean, Aiden's got an Xbox. I've got an Xbox in the living room. I've got the, the PC in here. I can literally have it installed on this, and I can have almost the entire family playing this game all at once, and yeah. we can jump in and go together if we wanted to on a run. Yeah. That would be that's something I thought about. I'm like, hey, if Randy wants to get in here and play, and Aiden wants to go on a run or something, like that'd be super cool to do. Dude, go I was trying play. to figure out how to get Bailey to play because, like I said, our first real game series we went through together was Gears of War, and we had yeah. a lot of fun. And this is, I'm not saying this is a, like it. I, it. I mean, not really, but it's a game I think she would have a lot of fun with. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a fun. There are, there are points, man. Where I know we were screaming in the headset. Oh my God. (laughs) It was like 11 o'clock at night. All the kids are sleeping. My wife's laying down behind me and I'm like yelling into the headset. Oh my God. Oh my God. We're going to die. I got to run. Dude, tell Brandy I'm sorry for that. (laughs) Yeah. I was Uh, fortunate that Bailey was at work for when she got new jobs. So like, you know, nights are a, a done deal for us now. She won't, she should not work another overnight until she gets a different job now. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, that was the thing is like, I don't deal with that when I, you know, she's working, we were playing. I was loud. I actually, it's one of those games that was so good. I don't know that I told you this. I pulled the chair from the computer desk to the TV and was like three feet away from the TV playing, <laughs> yelling in the headset, shooting zombies, fucking loving every second of it. Oh yeah, man. I was like, dude, I was sitting as close as I could. I was like upright and like, like it's, <laughs> it's it. one of those ones you have to like you get into it yeah like you can start off being like i don't know if i'm gonna get into this right now and then you get in there and you're like oh no i'm in this yeah, yeah no it was um you know I, and i hadn't really had that thought which you know overwatch 2 is about to come out so i was like you know maybe if we don't get into it i said that you know you brought that up i was like well if we don't get into it in a little bit give it an hour that gives us an hour more to play overwatch and then we just played that for like to the you know the next two or three hours you know right but that's the thing is like i didn't I wasn't sure because the first two nights, yeah, we jumped right in, but then we had like, you know, I think you were gone for the weekend and then, you know, a couple things yeah. happened. So we, we had like a four or five day span before we got to play again. Right. And so I was like, well, let's just see what happens. No, it's almost instant within yeah, 30 seconds. If you start your game back up and get moving within 30 seconds, you're pulled back in like, okay, we got to go. We got, <laughs> we got to get to the next safe house. We got to help these people out. We got to shoot these zombies. We got to go. Yeah. 
yeah yeah it was it was surprisingly fun uh I, I don't think I'm putting this one, like, I will definitely make, uh, make room to, to make sure that Aiden and I get a chance to play, Brandy and I get a chance to play together. Elijah will see if he wants to play, but. Well, and so I was trying to actually figure out, so you brought up earlier that Aiden's PCs broke and, you know, you guys are coming down for Z's birthday, um, to like in two days. So (laughs) Z and Shay picked up a new game called like spider hack or something it looks like smash bros but with spiders that get weapons i don't okay. know if you, yeah it's the weirdest thing but they're like addicted well i guess shay kept tr- fucking owning z and he got mad and put his head into the television oh yeah so which you know he they i i give big props to this my get my kids kind of learn a little bit better instead of trying to hide it or lie about it or anything they came upstairs and were like hey we were playing. Shay pissed me off because I was like getting my butt kicked. Pretty much is what he said. He's like, I didn't mean to. He goes, I don't feel like I did it that hard, but I must have, you know, but I did it. Put this broke our TV like his their downstairs 55 inch TV, like put a big streak thing through it. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? So, Ugh. yeah. So. I don't know if he can. So. Where I'm going with that was it like the back for blood thing? I tried to get him to sign in downstairs because I was going to have them play. Yeah, but he said it would not let him play on his own profile. So I don't know if he'd have. I don't know how that will work. You know, you were talking about having the whole family play. I got to see how that works because he said he could not get on as his profile, even though I have him like in the family account. I got to yeah. double check on that and see if maybe he didn't know what he was doing. So yeah, I don't know. Like I've never had any problems. Uh, so like. I well, like Bailey one, plays Overwatch on yeah, I was gonna say, my, you know, with my account signed in. Yeah, I have one copy of Overwatch for Xbox, and uh, the boys regularly both play it on both the Xboxes. The way it works on our, at our house is I have to be signed in on my Xbox account, but Bailey then signs her account in and plays on her account, and it works fine. Yep, that's exactly how it works okay, in our living so room. So our, I'm gonna I'm wondering if. But can my account see? I got to check that out because I would like this is a game that good. Like I wanted the boys to play with me. Like I want right. to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You'll have to figure that out. I'm not sure. Um, so like Aiden's, he doesn't have to have me sign in or anything because uh, that set is still my home Xbox. Um, and then the one in the living room is not my home Xbox, even though it's the the Xbox X, because that's not confusing as fuck. <laughs> Xbox Dude, One they X. Why did they not come up with a better name for that? I've thought that forever. I heard at the beginning of before they came out, I heard it was going to be like Scarlet. So they went like what Xbox, Xbox like 360, then Xbox. You know, what? Where? One. Where? Yeah, and then they went and then X. Like why didn't they? I don't series know. Should, X. Yeah, just have a fucking name for it. You know what I mean? Just name it. Name it something. Uh, anyway, so I don't think. This is this is actually one of the first games I feel like we didn't really spoil any storyline because I feel like we do that a lot now. We play these games with these awesome storylines. I get so excited about the storyline. I like spew all the story. And this game, the story didn't captivate me. So, you know, I'm just kind of telling you the run through of the gameplay. I right. do recommend this game, though. Yeah, me too. So, again, like, I'm just trying to give you the rough idea of what the story is. Like, I think you, I think it's Philadelphia. <laughs> <I> think, yeah. <laughs> I, you are a cleaner. You know, your job is to go out and do missions to help people around the area. Um, the heart of the stories are not really the thing that bring you in. It's all that gameplay. Yeah. So. 
All right. Well, sir, I think we can kind of switch gears to the brewery, which uh, I'm, I've am i literally been holding back on opening that fourth can because this shit is delicious. <laughs> like I, I want to. I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm probably I'm going to at some point. So. All right. Um, but I would like to switch over to the brewery. So we did this one and you told me what is your head, your headquarters based out of this state? Is yeah, that how you com- knew about it? The company that I work for is actually based in Minneapolis, well, in the Minneapolis area. Um, so I've had to go up there a few times and uh, in going up there, I've had some stuff from Surly before, but I've never had their Oktoberfest. Um, so that's how I, I know of Surly. It's super popular up there um and uh yeah i don't know much about them though so what no what's to I, share? i was gonna say i could i could say a few things they kind of i feel like they have a little bit of a mixed history um and i'll just read a few things from their website so like one of their opening things is like brewed for the north <clears throat> excuse me everything we brew we do for the people from the north we make beer for the hardy folk with distinct sensibilities and accents to match, we take inspiration from dive bars and dark corners and craft beer that is distinctly, defiantly from here. We change laws, we experiment, and we continue to brew the very best beer as different as the people from the North. Now, I'm going to say one thing. They say we change laws. That is not a joke. So let me get to another part that I found on them. They actually had some leftover prohibition laws, from what I understand. They had to go work on to be able to do the one, what they wanted to do with the beer. Let's see if I can actually find that part really quick. Uh, let me see. I'll read what I can find. So I think they have another drink on their main page that I may be all in for. What is it? Go to their main page and you'll see it, but it's not part of our podcast, so I'm not going to advertise it. Dun, 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 dun. Just go to surlybrewing.com. Are you talking about the top? Like that they're advertising like that has a green and white weird striped background? Yes, sir. Really? Oh, that's why. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I read the three initials and went, okay, now I know. Yes, sir. That's a more popular thing that's kind of been growing, which I won't get into that. Um, yes, sir. <clears throat> I mean, dude, it helps with back pain, helps with stress, helps with... <laughs> yes, sir. So, um, I won't go into a bunch of this, but from what I understand, it this brewery began... Uh, like December 30th of 2005, which so a little bit later for a craft brewery. Um, but like I said, there was, I found some, I found some confusing material when I was looking this up earlier before you got on <clears throat> that kind of made it sound like it changed hands a few times, or it came from some ancient stuff that came from like another country. I mean, there was, there was a lot like I, I kind of was digging, doing some digging and it might've got a little bit confusing. I'll try oh. to just stick to their main, their like their page. It might be a little bit better. Um, so let me just read some of this stuff. So as this idea started to gain momentum, Amar was perplexed by a Prohibition-era Minnesota law that prevented production breweries from selling their beer on site. He worked with Minnesota legislators and vocal, passionate Surly Nation to change the law. The so-called Surly Bill passed on May 24, 2011, and scores of new breweries in taprooms bloom. Minnesota's proud brewing history, unchanged for so long, finally got another chapter, one that's still being written. Surly had... It's Surly, correct? That's what you told me before. Yes. Surly head brewer Ben Smith continues relentlessly to pursue the craft beer perfection, pushing boundaries and refusing to brew st- <clears throat> and refusing to brew to style, except for when we do. The brewing now has capacity to serve eight states and one province. One year-round lineup includes eight styles, while our seasonal style small <clears throat> excuse me 
Small batches and brand collaborations continue to innovate. Darkness, our acclaimed Russian Imperial style, organically developed its own annual Darkness Day. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm guessing that's like a Minnesota thing or like around that area, but that's still pretty cool. Um, and Surly has been proudly independent crap brew for 15 years. We wouldn't have it any other way. Don't settle. Get Surly. That's kind of like their thing. And like I said, I, I did some digging. It was kind of weird because like some of this sound like it came like from another country. They brought over recipes. I don't know. There's a, there's some digging to be done on this for sure. Um, and I apologize. I actually didn't get that more sorted out because it was a little bit confusing. And oh, yeah. Like if you look at the you told me to go to their main page, like that's one of the things that pops up is Darkness Day is back. 10, 8, 22. Huh. Darkness Day was dead. Now it isn't. Celebrate the return of our favorite day of the year on Saturday, October 8th, at our Minneapolis brewery with a full day of free live music, tasting specialty beers, and of course, the first sip of Darkness 2022. So maybe they shut down for a while. I don't know. And got rebought. That's what I'm saying. There's like some weird history to this stuff. Um, Yeah, interesting. When you look it up on Google, they talk about them closing, and and then like a few questions popped up that said like, are they reopening? So there is some stuff to this, but they have So, you know, you can't find it as well up there. It's kind of, this is super funny. Small town of Missouri, Albany, Missouri, had in the back, I just took a gander because I know where their beer backstock goes. Dude, they had like a Surly mix pack back there. Um, They had a Surly, oh God, what was it? No Oktoberfest, but they had like three, two or three different types of Surly packaging, all 12 packs in the back. At Albany Hyvee, and for those listening that don't know, Albany's a town of like maybe fifteen hundred, maybe two thousand tops. Small town, middle of Missouri, not near anything. Yeah, surprisingly, had some surly beer from Minnesota, so pretty wild. But yeah, I'm wondering why I don't have any on this side of the state line. So, like, I, there's got to be a reason, distributing wise. Well, so all of the stuff that I could find that are all of the places that are listed to carry surly are up north of me, like, and they're all a 30 minute drive away from me. I might as well, you know, like drive. Well, when I you mean, told me that's why I said, just wait, she'll bring it tomorrow. And you know, right, you, yeah. you brought that up when you called me and I was like, dude, it's not worth it. Like, I'll just, she's yeah. gotta go right by there. Yeah. So that's what I was looking at. It's like, well, I got a 30 minute drive to get to, to find it. I'm like, I'm sure I can find it. I'm sure this place that I, was looking at was is going to have it it's like one of the biggest uh wine beer spirits stores around around yeah yeah dude a much much like the game i recommend it already like it's pretty good i'd like to try their other stuff you said that one that was on top which we won't bring up but uh i will bring this one up i'm on their page right here and one of their thing deals is called surly's uh grapefruit supreme i would be willing to drink that yeah Oh, yeah. Grapefruit. That's probably an IPA. It's probably delicious. IPA podcast going full swing. <laughs> of course. Let's see. You know, and a lot of these. Think, like, what have I had from them? Dude, we've been looking up stuff on um, breweries lately. Like when we did Toppling Goliath. Dude, a lot of these breweries have like really good little like food, like eateries built into these breweries. Mm. You look at like Toplin Goliath. If you get bored, go look at their stuff. They have a menu, dude. Their food looks delicious. And same with this. Um, certainly they do like pizzas and stuff. Like, I mean, they're not just beer. Maybe their food doesn't span like their, their beer does, but still, if you're in the area, I think it's pretty cool to check out. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they have one, they have a black IPA. Black is the new black. Mm. Yeah. 
We got it. We've got to get a black IPA on this podcast because Draft that's only, a though. weird. Oh, fudge. Yeah, we have to go to Minnesota. Well, Six hours, man. I'm there. Dude, I was about to say, you do know I Bye for I you. <laughs> I don't pay for gas, sir. Hop in the car. Three day weekend. Let's do it. Man, I'm available. Trip, That's all dude. I'm going to say. I'm available. That's I drive. Ha- I drive over half that like every third Monday. That ain't no big deal. <laughs> I drive, like every third Monday, I've got a three and a half hour drive. So like to w- one direction, one way. So what's another hour and a half, my dude? <laughs> Yeah, well, no, you, that I just I think I literally just want to do that now. <laughs> like <laughs> you let me you let me know. Let's pick a weekend out. Let's do that like real soon. <laughs> I'm like 100% in. Yeah, so I think the game positive, I think the game I think the beer was positive. I think um less than the beer, I think the game was more surprising than the game. Um but go ahead and give me your your go I want to hear you. What's your review on the game? What's what's your rating, sir? And I want let's do we haven't done this in a while, but this is the, this is one of our three-part series so give me uh something like zombie guts or zombies or something bullets whatever give me something out of 10 oh okay uh i will <laughs> uh so this game it it was surprising um at how grabbing it was how much fun it was to play it's more fun because you have another person with you play with a friend uh uh play with play with your kids man if you've got uh older kids um that are uh good with slightly scary stuff it's not like horror horror things there's no real jump scares but you do have blood and guts everywhere um then you know play with them but as long as you're playing with somebody it's a blast um and for that i'm gonna have to give it like an 8.7 i think it's a a really, really solid game. So, yeah. I'm only a little bit higher. I'm actually a little higher than you, but not much. Oh, wow. I'm actually yeah. surprised because I thought that was really high. I was like, no, man. It, it's a high uh, score, but I think it's the level of fun that we had. Um, yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, I'm actually an 8.9. Um, and I really don't have a lot to say about it, except for I'm an 8.9 copper out of 10. Oh, and I forgot to say, Hoffman's. Yeah. Hoffman's oh, there. nice. Nice, which is one of the Another characters one you can coming, pick. HR. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Very nice. I picked copper because you always were like, dude, why are you picking up all? Like, you're always all over the copper. I was all over the copper. Ooh, man. shiny. <laughs> yeah, and that's what my guy always says. Like, Ooh, shiny. Yeah. Wh- what was my character's name? I don't even remember now. Oh yeah, what was his name? Uh, something with an A. I feel like. Ooh, I don't remember now. Um, all right, we'll move on to the beer, and I'm pretty proud of the beer. Uh, I'm actually, like I said, I'm gonna. We're going to pop off this. I'm going to open that fourth one for sure. Um, I'm probably going to grab another one. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, sir. Okay. So Surly's Oktoberfest. I'm going to go and I it, it gets a high score, not necessarily because of the Octoberness in it. I was kind of hoping for a little bit more Octoberness, but because of the crisp and the drinkability, I'm going to say, dude, 7.8. All right. Yeah. Super drinkable. I'm gonna have to look at something real quick, because I I I'm you I'm comparing it. you, but I gotta look at something. Um, I just want to look at. Okay, that's actually kind of. Wait. Okay, no, that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense. Because, you said seven point eight, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling quite that high. 
I am feeling 7.4 on this. Um, because it says Oktoberfest, and I'm not feeling any bit of October. Yeah, I, and I think that's where it took a big hit for me. It was I didn't I was wanting that I wanted that little more amber, that little more like hearty October flavor, but it's drinkable, man. That's what it's got it back up there. I was like, it's so it's crazy drinkable. It is. It is really, really, really drinkable. I can definitely drink these like it's a really good beer. It's, it's like really the McUltra ultra version of Oktoberfest. <laughs> it, it that's a really good way to put it. It's too light to be an Oktoberfest to me. Yeah, that's a I get really that. good way to put it. I get that. Yeah. So seven point four to seven point eight, and seven point yeah. seven to seven point nine. All right. Well, let's you want to wrap this baby up first. First episode of the Halloween uh, Oktoberfest season. First yeah. part of our three part series. Let's do it. All right. All right, sir. Well, let's wrap this baby up with a bow and get moving on. Next time on the monologues, on our second part to this three-part series, uh, this festive series, well, we're going to do the quarry, which I did pick this out mostly because David Arquette's on it as a voiceover faceover. And it looks like a Halloween, like scary campground, scary game. Uh, looks like it'll be a lot of fun and not too scary. I don't know. We'll see about that. Um. We're pairing that with one of our favorite. I think it's been one of our favorite breweries. I think kind of. Uh, it's been had a, one of, yeah. It's had one of our beers we really liked a lot. Left yes. Hand Brewery. This is a mouthful, guys. Prepare yourself. It is Left Hand Brewery's Nitro Pumpkin Spice Latte Milk Stout. And I love that it's a nitro. Right. It's not just a regular. It's a nitro, which means it's going to pop that little canister in there. I'm, I'm stoked about that. Um, and guys, before I forget, if you can, please vote uh, for our third part series game. It is up on Facebook, Instagram, all that baloney. Um, so if you like drinking or you like gaming, join us next time on The Monologues.